guest Jody and I are hooked. Thanks to the recommendation from Carmen, I think it was a few weeks yep. ago. Uh, on Ozark, the TV show Ozark. Sam, you're watching too? Uh-huh. Netflix. Okay. Um, first of all, the first episode we almost gave up on after because mm-hmm. it was just yeah. so, so stressful and violent or whatever. It gets so good. It's so intelligent. So this is a show on Netflix starring Jason Bateman. Money. That which separates the haves from the have-nots. Patience. It's weird to see him in this role. Yeah, because you're used to comedy. But wait, he, this is great. He is good. Well, he's, and every once in a while, he cracks out a lot. Yeah, there's a li- there's enough of his little jabs that are funny enough. Uh-huh. He washes money. That's what his job is. That's the yeah. kind. And by the way, this is not a kid friendly show. Not at all. Although there were kids in it. Yeah, his kids. But I find that every time we get into another episode, it's deeper. It's cooler. It's Wow. It's really intelligent. I had read that the writing is intelligent, which is why Jason Bateman fell in love with it and decided to produce it. Mm-hmm. So he's put his own money behind it. Guess what, Murphy? Mm. We watched a little bit more of like, I think, episode four last night. We finished an episode. So we, we had all of 20 minutes to give it. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, Sam's ahead of us now. Just one episode. Oh, are you? Yeah. Just, no. I'm not saying anything. Please don't. Mm-mm. You're just, the king of doing that, not me. No, no, no. To. not saying anything. I'm just kind of upset that it, what is it, only 10 episodes? This season. Yeah, I know, because it's pretty soon you'll be there and it'll be like, <sighs> slow down. It's got the um, classic feel of great Netflix. It show. does. Yeah. It's Gritty. the scenery, it's the writing, it's the grittiness, it's the music. Yes. When you open any episode with the Rolling Stones, you got Murphy. Which, for whatever reason, the, so much of their music is tied to mafia type music. Uh-huh. I don't know why it works that way. I don't either. I don't know. Maybe a time and place. Anyway, the other thing about the way every episode ends leaving you wanting more. Yeah. It's not like the old days when you'd watch a show and they would wrap it and you'd feel like, okay, ah, I feel good now. When I did. No, you want more. I watched episode five yesterday, and as soon as I finished, I had to look at the clock. It's like, can I do another hour? Uh I want to do another hour. Yeah, you want to. Held off. But you can't. You can't right away. So anyway, thank you, Carmen, for the suggestion. Yes. Uh, We appreciate it much much, much, much. I still want Murphy to watch This Is Us with me. I still <laughs> talk about think a departure from what we're currently watching. Just need yeah. somebody to talk to about it. Hello. I know, Sam, but you, you're ahead of me, and I'm scared to talk to you because I'm scared you might uh, slip. Okay. All right, coming up later this morning, Producer Bailey graduated college, right? Mm-hmm. So why does he still not actually have his actual diploma? Which I think is kind of important. Mm-hmm. We're going to go there next hour. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Yeah, why Ryan Reynolds wants his kids nowhere near show business. Jody's Hollywood outsider. Ah, uh, Ryan Reynolds. You know, of all the wonderful things he can do, the world knows him as Deadpool. Wait! You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. I haven't even seen that yet. What's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. I haven't even seen it yet. There's too many uh, superhero movies right now. There can never be too many superhero (laughs) movies. Okay, so Ryan Reynolds and his wife, Blake Lively, they're fabulous. Um, They're trying so hard, and he straight up said on Good Morning America this week, we're keeping our kids away from show business, though, because it's a crazy pursuit for a child. We don't want that. He says, acting is great, and if you want to do that, go to school. Take theater, do it, grow up, and but keep your kids away from show business. It's what so I'm what, doing. He doesn't mean keep them from going into it later in life. He means don't now. become a child actor. You know, it, yes. And yeah. I've always felt that way. I felt that way before we had kids. And then especially when we had kids, Murphy, it's kind of like, you know, if she begs me to take her to Hollywood to do something, anything, it's going to be like, uh, but you're eight. 
Yeah. Let's go outside and play. And look, you can some, always do that junk later. Some do fine. I know. It just depends on the situation. If you know, if it becomes too much pressure at an age where you should be more about play and learning than right. you should be working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And you so know what? Go. That's why, and I didn't realize this until I had kids either. That's why so many children who get into that world, and some of them very rightly so, okay, very talented, and they you have to go do that to get the opportunities. The parents become the managers. Yeah. yeah, you know you can judge that all you want to, but is it, are you going to hand your kid over to someone else in that right. world? No, no way. It's better off that, and the parents have a better chance of still maintaining balance there. Yeah. Plus, they can keep the money in the family. There you go, Sam. <laughs> anyway, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively just keeping their kids away for now. And, of course, they'll have every opportunity when they do grow up. Um, I want to tell you guys about this show coming to HBO called Sharp Objects. It's not safe for you here. So I take it it's a horror? No, not really horror. Thriller. Okay, remember the book Gone Girl? Yeah. Written by Gillian Flynn? Yeah. Okay, she also wrote something called Sharp Objects, which was actually her first novel. So after Gone Girl, I gobbled this book up and read it. And it was one oh, of yeah, this is the one I read too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was one of the scariest things I've ever read. Yeah. And they didn't they decided not to do it on the big screen. HBO picked it up. It's a limited series starring Amy Adams. And well, it got it's got to be good. It's getting its launch date. Look for it in July and HBO even says one of our grittiest ever. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next going to let you know why you can still have a miniature horse on an American Airlines plane <laughs> but not a chicken. <laughs> So if there's anything you ever miss, feel free to catch up on your schedule. We make it easy for you in the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. You can subscribe to it on iTunes or literally as simple as Googling the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Boom, today's will pop right up. Boom. You remember uh, it was earlier this year, I believe back in January, they had the video, the viral video that went around of the lady trying to bring her emotional support peacock onto her. I forgot about that. And there was a woman that had her iPhone out and she was filming it. I'm not kidding. This woman is wrangling her peacock into the airport right now, wrangling a peacock in the airport. How do you get a peacock through security? (laughs) That's kind of obvious. What's under your shirt, ma'am? Nothing. (laughs) Um, She claims, of course, in her story was that she called the airline. They said, sure, not a problem. And then when she got there, they're like, wait, that's a peacock. You can't bring it on board. Well, now a number of the airlines have uh, updated their policies as to what classifies as an emotional support animal. Uh, American Airlines just this week updating their policy. You can no longer have hedgehogs. Or ferrets or chickens. Uh, chickens? Yeah, I do. I, wait, I, well, somebody's well, got an emotional support chicken. Wait, wait. What constitutes it being an emotional support animal? Does a doctor sign off and yes, say, a, okay? A doctor has to sign off art. In fact, there is even uh, an underground, I guess, black market industry of doctors fake signing off oh really yeah to give yeah sure you want to bring that on the plane i know it seems odd to most of us like my my number one emotional support animal any dog really but but i do believe that someone could bond with a chicken i do i do I i mean i see it as dogs and cats but no. I mean that's simple. I'm simple, you well, know. And, but. and people that do have a fear of flying, it's very real. I guess you do have to be selective though, because you have to think about public safety too, you right. know, and the safety of the animal. You know, what I mean, how big? I can't believe you can bring a goat on a plane. Uh, no, you and, can't anymore. <laughs> oh, that's one. That's on the don't <laughs> get with list. the rules, Murphy. <laughs> yeah, okay. But wait, you can, wait, wait, you, you can, can bring a chicken. No, not anymore. That's oh. that's going to oh, be okay. July first. You can't bring goats and chickens. If people were bringing chickens, I don't understand. <laughs> but you can bring a miniature horse still. 
American says, yeah, man, it's your horse as long as you got the paperwork and it's not disruptive. And it or- sits with you to give you support. Like, do you know how often, let's go back to the chicken. You know how often chickens poop? <laughs> how do you stop them from pooping on a plane? I don't know. There was a lady on that last flight we took this weekend that was up and down. I mean, okay. she. Okay. <laughs> and this list varies by airline. Though. Every airline's doing yeah, it they do. Yeah. <laughs> check your airline and uh, check, check the list your chicken. got at mur- <laughs> com. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yet another Prince story in music news. Of course, he is Prince, and he is music. Uh, a new tour has been approved by the what? family, if you're a Prince fan. I'll tell you about it. Sam's got music news. Yeah, I just realized this, this today that Prince has been in music news every day this week. Holla. Why is that? Is it a big week? For Prince, uh, just or it different, just so happens? Different of, things that have popped up. Like and, the first one was his memoirs coming down finally. Yeah, oh, that's got, right. And that'll be the holidays. And then you did, you mentioned the new album. That new album coming out, stuff we've never heard before. Yeah. Well, now the uh, state and the family have approved a new Prince tour. What? Not a hologram. So relax, Jody. What does that mean? Uh, it's called For You, a symphonic celebration of Prince. Now, you know Questlove, uh, who is in the Roots and the Jimmy Fallon band. Yes. Uh, he's kind of put this all together. He came up with the playlist and curated all the songs. They're going to have an orchestra, a live band, a number of vocalists, and they're going to tour with different Prince songs and basically put on a, co- a concert of his songs. Nice. Kind of a different interpretation. Uh, it's going to start in September and go through the fall. So if, if you're a big yeah. Prince fan, it might be a new way to see Prince. Be beautiful. We have a trip. We're going to Minneapolis mm-hmm. in July. <gasps> Should we try to go to the museum? Ooh. Sam, I cannot believe this. The first thing I thought was how can we fit in a you know Paisley Park visit? I would love to do that. Ah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the first thing I thought of was food. It's the Juicy Lucy came from Minneapolis. Okay, well, so did Prince. The burger. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Priorities, yeah, and, okay? And a bigger story, Prince came from Minneapolis. I've heard of him. <laughs> um, you know, this weekend is the Billboard Music Awards on Sunday. Kelly Clarkson hosting. Great host choice. Yes. And uh, she has done a couple interviews getting ready for the show Sunday. And she says, you know what? I am nervous. You cannot believe how nervous I am right now. I can't believe it. You know, and this is a person who performs all the time. But she said, this is different. I got to go out there and talk. And she says she's going to have the teleprompter with her script of everything she's supposed to do. Mm. But she said that's going to kind of be for her as a uh, backup. fallback. Because back. yeah. yeah. she says she wants to do it herself. Right. She said the only thing where she probably will do the teleprompter is the monologue in the beginning. Because she said the monologue is jokes. Right. She's not good with jokes. So it's not true. She's having, people, <laughs> not true. she's having people write these and then she's going to deliver the monologue. Hosting Get- anything is harder than it seems. You're responsible yeah. for the energy, for the movement, for keeping things on time. Yeah. And you're responsible for the energy of the room. She is so real. I love who she is. If we ever get the chance to meet her, I just want to give her we a big hug. Mm-hmm. And hopefully uh, the security guards won't step in the way. But Now, we already know Christina Aguilera and Demi, Demi uh, Lovato are going to perform together. Yay. J-Lo's performing and dancing. And now they've added Woo. Ed Sheeran as a performer this Sunday. It's a big night. Be- on NBC, Kelly's performing as well. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Okay, we love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Who's on the way, Bailey? We've got Kim on the line. And Jody, she says she's got something in common with you. Cool. Coming up next hour, is it Yanny or is it Laurel? If you don't know what we're talking about, that's okay. If you do, either way, you're going to want to... Ridiculous. See, it's the new dress, right? It, I mean, it's the way you hear something. Some people hear Yanny, some people hear Laurel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to know who hears what in this room. So that's next hour. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to jump in. What's going on, Kim? 
Good morning. Uh, so you're talking about tech not liking us. Huh. Not, not liking Jody. Not liking me specifically. <laughs> it doesn't like me either. Boom. We're we're kindred spirits. Most definitely. Several more years than I want to count ago, mm-hmm. I was trying to learn how to do emails. Yeah. And I'm sitting at the computer and I'm getting very frustrated. And I look at my husband and I say, how do I tell this thing to... (laughs) 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 My kids are laughing at me. My husband's got the silliest grin on his face. He walks over sweetly, puts his hand on my shoulder like he's going to assist me. He says, Kim, it's already telling you that. It's already telling you that. It's already telling me to go. Got it, got it, got it. The thing is, I do realize that it's me not the tech, and that Uh this sort of thing happens to everyone. But I have a certain knack for being impatient with it, therefore not using it to its fullest ability. Does that make sense? It certainly does. My my husband, when he he does online shopping, he has heavy thumbs. We end up getting two or three of the same thing sometimes. Ooh, done that. Jody does that too. Yeah. Oh, man. But if one more time, if I have a problem and one more time Murphy or Sam walk over here and it gets automatically fixed, I'm going to think something's rotten. Something's weird. Something's magical. Exactly. You know, he walked over and put his hand on my shoulder so supportively and said, Kim, it's already telling you where to go. Aww. (laughs) Well, appreciate you for calling. Thank you, dear. I love you. Aww, love you, you Kim. too. Sweet, sweet. It I, happens to me. It feels like daily. But to give you credit, Jody, I mean, you have you've adopted apps that I've recommended to you, like Evernote. You use Evernote for list now. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's all I use yeah. it for. Groceries, um, <laughs> hat, task list. That's okay. You know, and, and I you, know it's okay. you even yeah. use you know like Dropbox and Google Drive. Uh, you've really Dropbox think, is so difficult for me to understand. Oh, I can't even. It's almost like a dirty word. And I know it's a wonderful program. Yeah. But I just, I struggle. See, even when I try to pay her a compliment, it's like oh, the computer, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Right? You're right. <laughs> I've come a long way, baby. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Sam, you need to know this. Solo is not the only Star Wars story coming. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I've got Star Wars news. I don't even know if you know this, Sam. I mean, of course you probably do. Ah, there's so much Star Wars. It's like Marvel now. There's so many people and movies and stuff. Or is Marvel now like Star Wars? I might want to give the credit to back to 1970, whatever. Okay, you know that. Seven, 1977. Solo, a Star Wars story. You know that comes out next week. Next week, it's it's going to be the biggest movie of the year. It looks really good too, Mm -hmm. and I don't even know what they're talking about in the trailer, and it looks so good. You know, I'm a child, but it that billboard in Times Square that we saw last week. I know, made your heart beat. It was almost a block long. It was digital, and everybody was moving in the billboard. Chewbacca and yes, Lando and the spot in this country for outdoor advertising, right? Okay, so the next somebody got a hold of a production bulletin in Hollywood, and apparently the next separate Star Wars story will be Obi-Wan, a Star Wars story. Hmm. And this is where Obi-Wan is being elusive and being a hermit and all this, And then he's, but he's secretly watching over an infant, Luke Skywalker, who's delivered to his uncle. Hey. You, you, I thought you'd be excited by that. You know... What? 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 I thought Obi-Wan was important. He is. I just, you know... All you don't these... want that story? 
as, as, as impressed as I am that the fact that they're bringing out these new movies. <gasps> again, I'm a purist. I go back to the first three. And, and, you're and, a pessimist. And those are my three movies. You're a pessimist. Okay. You know, also, you're right. I also read uh, yesterday, you know, Donald Glover is Lando Calrissian in this movie, the yeah. young one. Yeah. And I've heard that they're going to have a... Uh, an a origin la- story for oh, him. An origin story for Lando. Good. Why not? There's so many rich characters here. I like the idea of it, but I feel you with the purist and the pessimism. But you're going to like Solo, a Star Wars story, and then you'll be singing a different tune in a week from now. I'll be singing this tune. That's my <laughs> prediction for this. All right. I do have some lovely news from Hollywood. John Legend now has a son. What about uh, Chrissy Teigen? Does he, she have a son, too? Yes. He and his beautiful model wife, Chrissy Teigen. She's so funny. Um, they announced yesterday morning, she tweeted, somebody's here, followed by a baby, a baby bottle emoji, and, you know, it's a boy. Right. They, um, they, just, they just threw IVF. In vitro the, fertilization. In vitro fertilization, right. And they opted to have a baby boy. You know their baby girl who's two? Her name is oh. Luna. They chose gotcha. to have a girl with her as well. They've not announced a name yet, but they're super happy and everybody seems to be doing nice. fine. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. So, why? And they're taking you to the royal wedding. Why does Harry have a best man in William, but... Meghan Markle has no maid of honor. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Be sure to like us on Facebook today when you get a chance, because that way you'll get the notification when Jody goes Facebook Live, for example, usually in the carpool line when she does that. Can I say that? Does the school know that you do that in the carpool line? It's really. I, of course you can say that. <laughs> Come knock on the window. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Wait, the car, Wait, the kids are not out yet when I'm doing it. Right. It's, so it's really before carpool. If the kids okay. were out and I was driving trying to do that, that would be different. And I could get pulled aside, but no. So like us on Facebook and you can also follow us on Instagram. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to jump in, we'd love to hear from you. Call us now. But if we miss you or if you call later in the day when you leave us messages, we love that. So let's dig in. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, my name is Debbie and I'm a teacher in Texas. Been teaching for 24 years. And I've got a strange request. I've been listening to you guys talking this week about all of the things that people do for teachers and whatnot for teacher appreciation. And I've kind of lost my spark a little bit. So I don't want to feel like I've been feeling about being a teacher anymore. Even sometimes I feel a little bit embarrassed about being a teacher. And I don't like that. So I would be interested in hearing some stories from your listeners to remind me about what it is to be a teacher and why it's a good thing. Mm. Anything you can do is appreciated. Thank you. Debbie, thank you for leaving that voicemail. We're going to do it. If you are listening right now and you know what she needs to hear, give us a call. 877-310-4MSJ. I love the honesty in that because really in any profession that that, that can happen. I I can tell you one thing, Debbie. I mean, everything that I do today, I still credit to teachers who helped me and mold me and shape me along the way. And it it wasn't usually fancy stuff. It was those small moments of paying a little attention or coaching me in a certain direction or correcting me when I needed it. Put me on the path to what I'm doing today. I think every single person has that story. Every single human being has that story of a teacher that helped them see something in themselves, feel confident in themselves. When I went from fourth grade uh, to fifth grade, the school I was going into, I didn't have what it took to get there. 
and my teacher in fourth grade gave me extra stuff to do so that I could test into it and be yeah. you know, be ready for it. That's yeah. cool, Sam. Every yeah. single human being, every single child you teach, you give them something. You just may not ever it may not ever come back around. Mm-hmm. Eight, See, and Debbie will get you that a little positive inspiration. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Now some complete tomfoolery. Yes. <laughs> It's going all over the internet. You've seen it. It was the, yesterday. The viral Yanny or Laurel. And we're going to share it with you coming up. You tell us what you hear. Yeah, and we'll tell you what we hear. Mm-hmm. I bet you it's different to each of us, too. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, though, Producer Bailey graduated college, or did he? Because he does not have <laughs> ah. a diploma. And yeah, this week we've been all high fives and congratulating Producer Bailey on his you know yeah. graduation from college. Except and- that we haven't brought him his graduation present from Murphy, Sam, and Jody yet. <sighs> uh, Sorry. We do have one, Bailey, just so that you know. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's not necessary. But- We're gr- okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but the question is, and I, I overheard you telling Sam this, you don't really have your diploma yet. No. What is up I with that? Oh my yeah, so what, you walk up stage and you reach your hand out and they give you nothing? Is that well, what you oh no, that's I saw the, the thing. picture of they- the cap and gown. Yeah, no, they gave me something. They, it's. I'm honestly a little mad about this. They, okay. So I, I, I sit through the whole ceremony. They call me up on stage, and yeah. you know, I walk across the stage. I shake the dean's hand. I shake our speaker's hand. Yeah. Your parents beam. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I get my, I what, whatever the diploma folder is called. Sure. Yeah. I get that, and then they hand me my actual diploma. Mm-hmm. I go and I sit down. Um, and I listen to the rest of the names get called. Nice. Um, and so while I'm sitting there, I open up the little, yeah. little thing that contains my diploma, <laughs> and inside is a letter. Yeah. And uh, it says, well, turns out you still owe us money. Oh! <laughs> so all you got was a photocopy that said sample across It's a bill. You got a bill. You got an invoice. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Just, uh, you know, it was a little old traffic ticket, but... but you Did know, you know to expect that, or you thought your diploma was in there? I I would have hoped that my diploma would have been there. You know, right. all my family was here in town, ready to take pictures of their boy with right. their diploma, and yeah. nope, that's you owe us money. Nothing like having an overdue parking ticket in a frame, huh? <laughs> that's a way for yeah. them to get it. You know, and, and that actually happened to me. That happened to me multiple times. Even every time I would go, when I was still in college, every time I'd go try to register for the next semester, uh-huh. I'd get all the way to the end of the line, and everything was fine, and it's like, oh. I'm sorry, you owe this. And it's like, I mean, it's like now, and and I had no heads up whatsoever. Right. That's, you got to pay what you owe. Murphy, how many parking tickets did you have in college? (laughs) A few. I thought they were all the right places. Clearly, they weren't. Bailey, was this parking ticket your yellow motorcycle that eventually got stolen anyway? Yeah, actually, it was. Wow. Yes. Comes back to haunt you in oh, more ways than one. Certainly does. So instead of us giving you a congratulations gift, do you want us to just pay for the parking Ooh. ticket? <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say no. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, 877-310-4MSJ. Teachers, we are loving hearing from you. But when that is next with something she is making along with her son, for their teacher this week. We're celebrating teachers this week. Uh, Just as we wrap up the school year, make sure you thank them for the impact they've had on your life, even though maybe right now, kids, you don't realize what impact they do. It's true. 877-310-4MSJ. We'd love to hear from you. What's going on, Wynette? What's up? Just want to let you know I enjoy your show every morning going to drop off the kids to school. Thank you. Sweet. 
Well, what the, um, our son is making, okay, they, uh, the teacher said be the pineapple at the beginning of the year, be sweet. Ah. Oh. So what I, I found a, uh, his fourth grade teacher, I found a wooden pineapple. Yes. So what he did was we found a picture of my son, Brian, and his teacher, and we were going to decoupage that on the wood of the pineapple, and then he wrote, thank you for all you did for me during fourth grade. Very cool. cool. So that'll be his end of the year present yeah. for his teacher that's homemade, which I really I like homemade better. That's than crazy good. Bob, Wait, that is above and beyond. I would probably just send a pineapple, <laughs> you know, or a picture well, I of about pine- that and putting like a bottle of rum with it too. But I said, oh, I don't yeah. know. Which <laughs> 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 I would want it. I was a former teacher. I would welcome that. Anyway. No kidding. I like that. It has a theme. It has yeah. a completion, like a circular thing. Like thank you, I remembered this. I like it. Well, I mean, she inv- she got him involved in the Young Writers, and he was one of the winners and the picture is actually him and one of his teacher nice. getting you know at the award ceremony which nice was and then when i was a teacher um i taught three-year-olds all the way up to eighth grade inner city and um mm-hmm. the little there was a little boy named oliver and he was from england and at the end of the school year in may he actually um, gave me a little winnie the pooh necklace and he said you're my best friend miss kelly oh <laughs> my gosh and i still have it somewhere in my jewelry box is that little heart of winnie the pooh from him that is sweet mom on facebook so yeah yeah so when you asked that, immediately I went flashback to my first year. Yeah. And I was like, Very cool. Have a great day. You Thanks too. again for everything. Thank you, Annette. We appreciate the phone call. And you know, I mean, Debbie, I hope you heard that because Debbie called earlier and she's a teacher that's kind of looking for that inspiration. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great Struggling story. with being a teacher right yeah. now. Um, and by the way, guys, be the be the pineapple. You know what that full kind of statement is. Mm-hmm. Be, the, be a pineapple. Stand tall, wear a crown, and be sweet on the inside. Ah, wear a crown. Yeah. I love that. 877-310. 04MSJ. Anytime you want to join us. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right. So Ellen says she hears Laurel. You know, Yanni or Laurel. Mm-hmm. It's been going around and it's viral. If you haven't heard it, see what you think next and we'll see what we think each hears in the room. And this has been viral. Uh, Ellen's commented on what she thinks on her TV show, what she hears. The whole Yanny or Laurel thing. And so if you haven't, no big deal. We're going to share it with you right now. This, just so you know, is the first time that the four of us have compared in this room what, what, what we think there was we viral yesterday. Play. You know, I didn't even listen to it. Yesterday, I only listened this morning for the first... Because like, to me, it's like, why are we doing this? Right. <laughs> just to see. It's on the see. internet. <laughs> so when you play it, you have to vote. It's either Yanny or it's Laurel. So when you play it, it sounds like this. Laurel. Mm-hmm. Laurel. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a gremlin. So, Sam, what do you hear? Laurel. It's what? plain as... What? I hear Yanny. You're lying. Yeah, I hear Yanny completely. I don't hear Laurel what at all. What about you, Bailey? Oh, I definitely hear Laurel. You, you actually really? yeah, hear every Yanny. single time. Absolutely. All I hear is Yanny. I do not hear Laurel anywhere in that. It is clear as can be. It's not clear. <laughs> it's clear as can be that it's Yanny. He's, he's like, Laurel. Laurel. It's Yanny. Nice. Did you hear me say Yanny? I hear you say Laurel, but I hear it yeah. say Yanny. Okay, well, let me, if I play it off my phone, Sam, what do you hear? Let's so, see. Like, Tell me if you hear it. Laurel. Laurel. Do you hear Yanny now? No, I hear Laurel. <laughs> Are you serious? You seriously hear Yanny? I didn't, yeah, no joke. I'm I would not, not you. Do you think? I, I just asked you why we're we even doing this. You think I'm a lie about it? What? No it way. Sa- There's got to be some scientific reason for this, or something in your hearing range, or something. I thought you had I'm a theory. I'm not kidding. You. I can't hear. Well, I mean, I'd read something that it has to do with what frequencies you hear. If you've lost certain hearing, that's in certain what I would think it would whatever. be. Sure. What about you, Bailey? You're hyper intelligent. Well, actually, uh, this is this is according to a linguist. 
who mm-hmm. had a you know published article about this particular situation. Really? Okay. He says right. the L-Y discrepancy might come from the fact that the sound there isn't velarized or the speaker's tongue isn't touching the back of their vellum, the soft palate in the back of your mouth. So we interpret it differently? Yeah, basically this whole thing is about the way that your mouth forms the word. Yanni, but it's about the way I'm hearing it. But you're hearing something where Yanni and Laurel are formed similarly right. in your mouth or the speaker's mouth. Huh? Yeah. So you altered it. More confused. And, and, and <laughs> Bailey gave us an altered version. Let me listen to this. Yanni. I still hear Yanni. It's not, Yanni. Exa- it's yeah, not yeah, exactly yeah. the same, but Yanni. it's still Yanni. Yeah. yeah. So basically what that did was take all the parts in the upper part of the voice and turned them into a real voice sound. I believe you. You know, the Yanni begins and ends with a Y and Laurel begins and ends with an L. There's something there in the way that that it's comes that out of the mouth. It's freaky people hear it differently. Yeah. So two Yannis, two Laurels. This is too oh, well. for me. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Hang on, I have to collect myself. Okay, Sam. It's Laurel. Um, <laughs> I know you guys are watching Ozark, Murphy and Jody. Yeah. I have another binge. Bailey and I want to recommend another binge for you coming up. In case you missed the reason that you actually can bring a miniature horse on an airline if you need to, <clears throat> Sam broke that to us a little bit earlier this morning. You can catch anything you missed on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Just listen on your schedule today. But don't bring your ferret. That's all I'm going to say Or your sugar glider. Or your sugar glider, yes. All right, I know, Murphy and Jody, you're binging Ozark right now because I'm- On Netflix. I'm Mm -hmm. binging it too, but- So good. There's another one you need to look at um, that I've I've taken up, and it's funny, Jody, because your cousin is the one who recommended- Candace. uh, Candace, that I I watch Westworld. Westworld. And I started talking to Bailey about it, and it's like, man, I'm even more pumped because season two just began. Okay, I know it's all the rage on HBO. It's a little sci-fi. You know where you are. I'm in a dream. You're in my dream. I designed every part of this place. Well, that sounds like Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, is it? It is. Oh, wow. What? Dr. Lecter? Yeah, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is in it. Okay. Now, is, <laughs> my first question, is this a kid-friendly one or not? No. no. Okay, HBO. so now we got two of these. I'm just asking HBO. for clarity. Yeah, there's a lot of scenes that are not in language that's not kid-friendly. So wait, it looks like a Western sounds like a Western. It, that, that's just the setting of it. Okay. It's it's about artificial intelligence and how far. Okay, I know. Here we go. If you can only see <laughs> yeah. Jody's eyes yeah, roll well, in the back yeah, of her you're head, you're actually right losing now. me too. But that's okay. <laughs> it's sci-fi. It is sci-fi. Sci-fi meets western. <sighs> see now you're man, you're making me not want to watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> but honestly, when I first saw this a couple years ago, when I read about it, I was like, sci-fi meets a uh, same thing. Sci-fi back meets out, western. Man. But I watched a couple episodes, and boom, it gets you hooked. Is that good? It's the story? Artificial intelligence and how far we've come and how... In the old west? How the artificial intelligence is like being human. And then I can't... I don't want to spoil it. Thank you, Sam. Something happens in se- near the end of season one that really sucks you in and made you uh, not wait for season two. You okay. know me and sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, you know, the closest I think Jody got to enjoying sci-fi was when Back to the Future went to the Old West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smarty McFly okay. can get me to go anywhere. Whoa, 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 this is nothing like that. <laughs> and that's time travel. This is really... I think and, that's and a little different. Anthony Hopkins. Yes. I mean, a little credence to it there. Okay. It, it's really... Bailey, help me here. Okay. You remember when we were talking about Google Duplex? Yes. Imagine taking that, Mm -hmm. putting it in a person. 
or putting it into a robot that yeah, is entirely I, personal. No, Bailey, I, 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 I see look, this is too much. Never mind, <laughs> Bailey, you're ruining it. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you went too far, Bailey. I'm back to this is us. Give it a shot. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. All right, let's get you a little more ready for Saturday's royal wedding. Why does Meghan Markle not have a maid of honor? Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, guys, what's this Saturday? That is the 19th. The Royal Wedding. Oh, yeah. You can watch it on almost any network, every network. By the way, I've been scoping that out. And a bunch of friends have posted on Facebook. And they they all put the Greenwich Mean Time. It's like, really? What what does it mean for me? It's wake up in the morning and find it. Yeah, it's like really early. It'll be really early, exactly. Um, I wanted to answer the question, why does Meghan Markle not have a maid of honor? Because remember, Kate Middleton did. Her sister Pippa was her maid of honor. Can Meghan get Pippa? Megan, I haven't seen Pippa in a while. She got married recently. Oh. Pippa did. Um, oh, sorry okay. about it. Well, congratulations. She, okay, so Meghan Markle has a very close-knit you know, circle of friends, and she didn't want to choose one over the other, but she did honor her best friend. Her name is Jessica Mulrooney. You'll see her in another way, because Jessica will be walking the children down the aisle. Right. And the children are a big part of the ceremony, like page boys and bridesmaids are all under the age of seven. Mm-hmm. So that's how she chose to do that. Of course, Harry... Has his brother William as best well, man. Yeah, I think gimme. that's what we just want to see. I want to see William and Harry. I want to see Harry finally happy. That's one reason I'm loving this so much. Is William going to have his uniform on too, or is he? Duh. Tough? Okay. Well, I don't know if it'll be like upsta- an upstaging sort of uniform to Harry, but how do you upstage? Hey. It's like Harry's is red and William's is what blue or. Williams was red, red when they got when he oh, married Kate. Okay, you're okay. confusing me. No, these are red. So we shall see in comparison because they'll be standing up there with him. Oh, and one more bit of royal news that you won't like, Sam. Apparently, not all five Spice Girls have been invited to the wedding and reception. <laughs> Only Victoria, Emma, and Jerry. So the Mel's will not be there. So no reunion. No, man, I don't think that's appropriate. No, that's all right. Elton and uh, Ed Sheeran will be playing. Uh, they'll be there at least. All right, guys. I want to tell you. About about this new show coming to HBO called Sharp Objects. It's not safe for you here. So I take it it's a horror? No, not really horror. Thriller. Okay, remember the book Gone Girl? Yeah. Written by Gillian Flynn? Yeah. Okay, she also wrote something called Sharp Objects, which was actually her first novel. So after Gone Girl, I gobbled this book up and read it. And it was one oh, of yeah, this is the one I read too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was one of the scariest things I've ever read. Yeah. And they didn't they decided not to do it on the big screen. HBO picked it up. It's a limited series starring Amy Adams. And well, it got it's gotta its, be good. It's getting its launch date. Look for it in July. And HBO even says one of our grittiest ever. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, guys, on the way in your next outsider at 830 this morning. You know about Solo, a Star Wars story coming in what, a week? A week. It's gonna be the biggest opening we've had, well, since probably Infinity War. Yeah. There's another Star Wars sort of origin story already in the works. Tell you about it. See if you can guess on the way. Come hang out with us after the show in the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. What are you binging? And what's the thing that Bailey, producer Bailey, refuses to binge? It's can't, so good. Can't say I blame him, though. I'm begging. Maybe we could make it part of the, of, the, of the assignment here. Yeah. That you have to watch this, Bailey. Yeah. Right. We'll see. Uh, you can listen to the podcast. We do a new episode every day of After the Show. Okay, guys, all morning long, up until this point, I have been struggling with something, and the struggle is real, and I haven't talked about it yet, but man, Technology for again? No, no, no. Um, so, I have a face wash. That, no. What? Here we go. Wait, is this a dilemma? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. There are dilemmas and then there are dilemmas. This was real. Okay. And thank goodness it took me the last two hours to get it corrected. Okay. I have a face wash that let me yeah, say keep, keep saying it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, it's an exfoliating. It's got microbeads in it. Uh-huh. Okay. And I took a shower last night right before going to bed. And while I was I decided to go ahead and exfoliate last night while I was in the shower and I was just rubbing, rubbing, rubbing and trying to get the dead skin off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you if you even open your crack your eye open one little iota, you can get one of those tiny little microbeads in your eyeball. Oh. And I did ah. last night. I thought, oh my God. And I knew it was in there. I rubbed it in there. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go to bed. And maybe in the middle of the night, the Sandman will take it away. I didn't know. I was just hopeful. I didn't want to go digging in my eyeball. So I go to sleep. No wonder you were so bloodshot when you went to bed in the eyes. Then I got up this morning and I'm leaving and I could feel it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I put a ton of drops in, you know. And it was bothering me all morning until just a few minutes ago. I think I finally got it out of there. But I seriously, it is the tiniest little thing. And it's meant, though, to exfoliate. And it was in my eye. I know, micro beads. I can see how is that like a hazard of using that face? Yes, this is my this is my public service announcement. Use it because you're supposed to exfoliate. You want to clear off some dead skin. Keep your eyes closed, but Mm -hmm. keep your eyes as closed as possible. They're so delicate. They're so delicate. Is my right eye still bloodshot? No. Uh-huh. No, you look beautiful, but I'm going to tell you, your skin looks amazingly <laughs> soft right now. Right? I would right. even say radiant. <laughs> Thanks. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'm going to let you know why you can still bring a miniature horse on a plane, but no longer bring your chicken. Mm. <laughs> and uh, coming up next, uh, you know, earlier this morning, uh, Debbie left us a 24-hour voicemail. She's a teacher. Mm-hmm. Says she needs kind of a pick-me-up. She's having a little rough spot here towards the end She's of the discouraged year. discouraged about what so, she does. So we'll do that next. Reach out to us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or you can text to that number. Fast way to get a hold of us or, of course, post on our Facebook page. Yeah, or Instagram. And look, we are thinking of you, Debbie. She called earlier, left us a voicemail that she's a teacher and knows we've been talking about, you know, great teacher's gifts and sending teachers off into the summer with a lot of thank yous and love. And she was saying that she could use some of that. So we do still want to hear from you this week for Debbie's sake and any teacher in this spot. She's feeling discouraged yeah. right you know, now in her career. And, uh, and if she if it hadn't been a voicemail, we could have asked the question. She said something even about being embarrassed. I'm like, I, mm, I don't know why. I don't understand that. I mean, there's but... nothing embarrassing about that. I mean, you know, teachers are like law enforcement and firefighters and medical professionals and others who are, to me, a core part of who we Necessary. are. You know I mean? Right, exactly. I think you're either, you're also, it's natural. If you're a teacher, it's in you to teach. Mm-hmm. So I hate that you're discouraged. I would say just hang in because that, that tide will turn and you can have another really good spot with it. And I'm sure it, it can be tricky because, you know, not all parents are cooperative and it's not mm. always the easiest thing. You know, it, it's and like any other job, you get into those ruts. Yeah, you but, can burn out on something that you love. Of yeah. course, I have a story, Debbie, that I want to share with you. It was my TV teacher it was a media teacher that I had in high school. And um, something that she did is something that at first I thought was like 
not meant to embarrass me, but I'm like, why is she making me do this? Mm-hmm. And there was a project that I had done, and she wanted me to present it to the entire class. The reason she wanted me to present it to the entire class is because she liked it that much. Okay. But, I mean, I was young, and I was like, oh my, you're putting me in front of everybody. It's going to make me a nervous wreck. I can't believe I have to do Wait, this. she also knew that if you're doing radio TV, you need to be in front of everybody. Yeah, exactly. And so she was doing it twofold. She wanted to share what she thought was great work with the whole class, but she wanted to build my confidence by having me stand up in front of the class and present what I had produced and, and, and put together. Okay. And uh, and so I did, and I was nervous, and my knees were knocking and all yeah. that. But now that I look back, I realize that kind of a moment. If she hadn't challenged me in a positive way, I, who knows if I'd have taken that next step in building my confidence. And beyond that, I appreciated the fact that you know really what she was doing was trying to share with others that she was proud of the work I had done. Mm-hmm. And that has lasted. That me means too. a lot because it's a, it really is about how a teacher makes you feel. Right. What's that saying? I'll mess it up. You know me. Right. Does, don't tell me how much you know until I know how much you care. I got it wrong. I see you learned that one well, Jody. You know, do you know what I'm talking about, Bailey? No. <laughs> anyway, it matters that, that you show them that you care first. Yes. Then they're going to be open to what you have to teach them, teachers. We feel you, Debbie. Thank you. So if there's anything you ever miss, feel free to catch up on your schedule. We make it easy for you in the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. You can subscribe to it on iTunes or literally as simple as Googling the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Boom, today's will pop right up. Boom. You remember uh, it was earlier this year, I believe back in January, they had the video, the viral video that went around of the lady trying to bring her emotional support peacock onto the plane. I forgot about that. And there was a woman that had her iPhone out and she was filming it. I'm not kidding. This woman is wrangling her peacock into the airport right now, wrangling a peacock in the airport. How do you get a peacock through security? (laughs) That's kind of obvious. What's under your shirt, ma'am? Nothing. (laughs) Um, She claims, of course, in her story was that she called the airline. They said, sure, not a problem. And then when she got there, they're like, wait, that's a peacock. You can't bring it on board. Well, now, a number of the airlines have uh, updated their policies as to what classifies as an emotional support animal. Uh, American Airlines just this week updating their policy. You can no longer have hedgehogs. Or ferrets or chickens. Uh, chickens? Yeah, I... I I'm wait, a, I, well, Somebody's well, got an emotional support chicken. Wait, wait. What constitutes it being an emotional support animal? Does a doctor sign off and yes, say... Okay. A, a doctor has to sign off, Art. In fact, there is even uh, an underground, I guess, black market industry of doctors fake signing off. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. to give... Yeah, sure. You want to bring that on the yeah. plane? I know it seems odd to most of us. Like, my my number one emotional support animal, any dog, really. But but I do believe that someone could bond with a chicken. I do. I do. I mean, I, mean, I see it as dogs and cats. But, no. I mean, that's simple. I'm simple. You well, know, and, but. and people that do have a fear of flying, it's very real. I guess you do have to be selective, though, because you have to think about public safety, too. You right. know? And the safety of the animal. You know what I mean? How big... I can't believe you can bring a goat on a plane. Uh, no, you and, can't anymore. <laughs> oh, that's one. That's on the don't <laughs> get with list. the rules, Murphy. <laughs> yeah, okay. But wait, you can, wait, wait, you, you can, can bring a chicken. No, not anymore. That's oh. that's going to oh, be okay. July first. You can't bring goats and chickens. If people were bringing chickens, I don't understand. <laughs> but you can bring a miniature horse still. 
American says, yeah, man, it's your horse as long as you got the paperwork and it's not disruptive. And it or- sits with you to give you support. Like, do you know how often, let's go back to the chicken. You know how often chickens poop? How do you stop them from pooping on a plane? I don't know. There was a lady on that last flight we took this weekend that was up and down. I mean, okay. she. Okay. <laughs> and this list varies by airline. Though. Every airline's doing yeah, it they, they, Yeah, Check your airline and uh, check, check the list your chicken. got at <laughs> dot com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Okay, so everybody knows about Solo, a Star Wars story coming to theaters next week. Mm-hmm. There are more origin stories planned from Lucasfilm. I'll tell you about the next one coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, Star Wars fans, you know your movie's coming next week. Solo, a Star Wars story, which is an origin story about Han Solo. You know the working title for the movie? What, Solo? Red Cup. Why Red Cup? Solo, Red Cup. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's so fun. Okay. That's a little insider there for you, Sam. Okay, no, the next one is being, it's in the works already. There was a production bulletin that went around and somebody found it. So the next origin story they're working on is Obi-Wan, a Star Wars story. Supposedly, Obi-Wan's being elusive and a hermit and all this, but he's secretly watching over an infant, Luke Skywalker. Gotcha. Okay, so he's going to deliver him to his uncle, and I guess you know the rest of the story. Yeah. You want that origin story? You excited about it? Nah. Why not? I, I, I kind of already saw that in the other movies. Wait, 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 wait. With Ewan McGregor. Don't answer, though, until you see Solo, a Star Wars story, and see what they can do, and that opens next week. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. And Jody just shoved a new book into the Not So Serious Book Club today. Yesterday. <laughs> Sorry, added. Yeah. Um, yeah, added. This is the one that I snooped on the plane and saw the lady in front of me reading it, and she couldn't put it down, and the, and the flight attendant said, I couldn't put that down either. You go ahead and enjoy it. So that's when I had to bolt up, undo my seatbelt, and see what she was reading. Mm. And it's called... I still think they were patronizing a little bit because it was an executive from the airline that yeah. was there. You know, there were a lot of people... As you're saying the flight attendant didn't really like the book. May not have <laughs> ever read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's called The Woman in Cabin 10. And I've seen it on bestseller lists and I've seen it like, you know, everywhere recently in the last six months, maybe. I think it was released earlier this year. Anyway, apparently it's quite a good thrill ride mystery and mm-hmm. one you cannot put down. And that's all I'm looking for. Something I can't say no to and put down ever. Okay, so check it out. We like to add stuff for your summer reading pleasure. What's it called? The Girl on the Train? No, no, no. The Woman in Cabin 10, but isn't it a catchy title? Yes, indeed. Check it out and all the other recommendations we've come up with all these years. MurphySamAndJody.com. Stephen Hawking, uh, the famed physicist, died earlier this year. Yes, Uh, And they're going to have a big memorial service for him. And his ashes, his ashes are going to be interred uh, next to Sir Isaac Newton's in Westminster Abbey coming up in June. I feel like I read that. That's amazing. Wait a second. They actually have a space still available next to Sir Isaac Newton? How did that happen over all these years that nobody else was placed there? You see what I'm saying? Nobody else was worthy. Maybe money talks, you know? I don't know. Maybe they kick somebody out and put him in. I I don't know why there's room. I'm sure they didn't kick somebody out. Anyway, he's being interred June 15th. There's a big ceremony, and 1,000 people will be selected from an online. If, if you're interested in going, mm-hmm. you can go online and enter yourself, and they're going to pick 1,000 folks to be selected to come and enjoy the ceremony. Mm. Thing is, you have to include your date of birth on this you know, to enter. Sure. Uh, the form allows you to go two decades into the future. 
So if you want to put your date of birth as something down the road. Why? Because they're Hours. hoping time travelers show up for this. Hello, Jody. What? Jody, hello? You always lose me at time travel. Stephen Hawking's, it's physics. He's hoping maybe a time traveler might show up for his ceremony. So he, wait, he, he wait, arranged wait. all of this? Yeah, he even had, back in 2009, he threw a party for time travelers, but nobody showed up. Go figure! Um, so anyway, he's so made, if I put my birthday to some point in the future, doesn't mean you're going to win. But okay. just, no, it does mean you're going to win because they want you to show up. Yeah, but then he's got to come up with a story about the future. Stop with <laughs> the time travel. Thanks for having us on while you work. Coming up, come Narcos. Hang come hang out with us after the show. Yeah, it's Binge Fest 2018. Who's binging what and why producer Bailey won't watch one of the best shows of all time? It's a new episode every day and only on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.